Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDen.com. And um, today's show, coming to y'all late at night, man. Y'all might hear some stuff going on in the background. It's kind of crazy, but pay it no mind. But t- today, man, we um, the show is brought to you by Audible.com. Um, make sure you go go there. Check it out. Uh, AudibleTrial.com slash StraightOutTheDen. Go there and get your free audio book, man. If you, do- if you like to read but really want to hear and listen, I-, I suggest it to you, man. There's over 150,000 titles. Um, you can go there. Pick out an audio book, check it out, and we'll give you one free. And also, um, with the free trial, you'll get get you one free download. So go and check it out. It's audibletrial.com slash straight out the den. Uh, but today, man, and make sure if you listen to this on SoundCloud, go ahead and subscribe right now on iTunes. This is Straight Out the Den Podcast. Uh, you go there. It's a very simple process. You guys already know. But just make sure you rate, comment, and uh, like the podcast, man. We appreciate it if you do that. But without further ado, man, today's show is uh, with the homie. Uh, a lot of y'all know the name, and y'all y'all definitely know the bars. But uh, Sonny, what's going on, bro? How you doing, man? I'm cool, fam. Thanks cool, for man. having me. No, it's all good, man. Like you know, um, I I want to go into a little bit of the history of like how we you know uh, happened to see you at uh, A3C this past. Um, man, it's been a month already, though, right? It's yeah, crazy. It's, yeah, that was uh, yeah, it was still hot outside. It's cold night. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. Yeah, that was like earlier, this, like last last month. Last October. month. Yeah, yeah, in October, man. So you know, I ran into him at A3C, and um, you know, told him that I reached out and said, man, I wanted to get you on the podcast, and, and you know, we we made it happen. But you know, there's a couple of things I want to get to, and I know we don't have that much time, so I try to keep it, you know, as brief as possible. But well, let's um, get to it, though. You know. I want to go into the history, man, because a lot of people know the name, but, you know, they, they may have forgot. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you could start off like, and, and I guess the timing is, it, it just worked out like that. Like, I know you've seen the recent news, like 106 and Park, like they're over with now. And, yeah, they and last, so, they think they last show is December 19th. December 9th. So, you know, give people a little brief history on you, man, and then we'll kind of go in and, and, you know, go into a little more detail of some other things that's going on. Um... I'm one of the very few, because there's not many of us, but um, I'm one of the very few cats that retired off of 106 and Park. Uh, I had a, I had a great, I had a great opportunity to actually um to be on there with free uh with a uh, free and AJ, and uh my uh my the uh, what you call it when they when I got inducted into the Hall of Fame my seventh week you know it was a blessing to have uh Jermaine Dupree come on stage and give me a chain. And uh, signed me to Virgin Records slash Social Death at the time, mm-hmm. and um, uh, that started my my hip hop career as far as as far as uh being a signed artist. Um, I guess at that time, you know, one of my greatest accolades for that moment was that uh besides winning one on Park, when I got my deal, you know, I got Verse of the Month or Hip Hop Quotable in the Source yeah. magazine exactly. yeah. for uh, for my first national release single, Soul of a Hustler, and um. From then on, you know, just kept it hip hop. Yeah, yeah, and you know, so so that's what people may know you for, man. It's a, it's a couple of things I noticed that you, um, you progressed and you moved forward, and you did a lot of other things that's going on that I definitely want to get to. Um, but you know that that you mentioned the, the 106 and Park and the Freestyle Friday, and, and back when 106 and Park was really 106 and Park, you know, I mean, back when like, it was a, a, a <laughs> when um, it was inter- entertaining, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's crazy just to see the cycle, and I get it. You know, things change, and you have to respect change. But, you know, during that season of of one hundred and six and Park is when I really was like, you know, growing with it and loving. What Me was too. Going on. You know Me what too. I mean? I mean, as a um, as a hip hop fan as well as an artist, you know what I mean. And 
a MC that likes to get in ciphers and things like that. You know what I mean? Like at before I was on there, I sat home as a fan watching it. You know what I mean? I was allured by the show, lured by free. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was a great sight to to see on TV at the time. And um and the Freestyle Friday was something that I always paid attention to. And I guess I paid attention to it just in a strength of, you know, the competitiveness of being an artist. It was like, dang, you know, I wonder if I could ever get on that show and you know, um, when the opportunity came, I kind of, I actually turned it down like twice. And then the third time I was asked to be on it is when I went. So, you know, I don't know if you know a lot about our podcast, man, but I'm going to give you a brief history. Like, really, our goal here is like when you leave, people get a, a better understanding of who you are as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we love talking about the music and we, we're going to talk about plenty of music, but it's really more of an intimate conversation to where people leave and like, man, I didn't know this about him. I didn't know, True you know all of this. So, you know. I want to get into your, your story a little bit more. Like, what started you? Like, you, you grew up in Rochester, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, Rochester, New York. Rochester, New York. And, like, so from you growing up and, and you in Rochester, and, like, what was the definitive, the definitive moment to be like, man, I want to be a rapper? You know what I mean? Where did that come from? Um, I guess it came from as a child, I, you know what I mean, growing up in Rochester, um, outside my doorsteps, you know what I mean? Uh, the, the, um, I guess you know the drug dealers and the cast that ran the streets at the time. They kind of looked at like the same people I was watching on 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 um on videos. Gotcha. You know gotcha. what I mean? Um, matter of fact, like one of my OGs, his name Jazzy. You know what I mean? He uh, I used to always see him. You know, what I, mean? I remember when he had he had copped a Honda, no, a, a Ford Escort back then, like the little two door sports joint. And I remember him and his crew. Um, rest in peace, my man Shea Bowie. You know what I mean? These are all older cats, but mm-hmm. they all looked at just like the rappers, you know what I mean? So outside as a kid playing, you know, when these cats would come around and, you know, give me like $10 or, you know what I mean, or run to the store shorty type thing, I, you know, I felt like I was running to the store for the same people that was on television. Gotcha, you know what I mean? Gotcha. And then like my sister, I mean, just, just my environment was no different than than a Cool C video or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my environment was no different. Like the house parties at the time my sister knew through was no different than seeing Herbie Lovebug and Kid and Play and Salt and Pepper and Sweet Tea, like all that. Gotcha. So it, it was more so like, I mean, you were always always around the culture and, and it, it felt natural. It was a natural transition it, for you, right? It, it was the culture I fell in love with more than the fact. It was the culture I wanted to be a part of before I even knew I wanted to be an artist. Gotcha, gotcha. So, like, you know, this is thing that I, that I do, man, and you brought it up and I think it'll be interesting just to hear your take on it. It's this thing that I do called Three Lazy Questions. You know right. what I mean? And, and I ask these questions to... Uh, different artists and, and just try to see, you know, why, you know, I mean, thing, and, you know, just their take on it. So the first question I normally ask is like, why hip hop? And I think you kind of just gave us that, just right. being, you know, with uh, just the culture and being a part of it. The other thing is, um, I asked is like, what inspires you? So if you can kind of get into that, like what, what is it about not just hip hop, but just your life in general that inspires you to keep going forward? You know what I mean? And keep doing what you're doing. Um, the opportunity to play the role of like a reverend. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you know when when an MC has the microphone, your uh, your fans, your audience, that's your congregation. True indeed. And um, you know you should you should take people to church when you have their attention, so to say, metaphorically speaking. So, um, knowing that knowing that our environment, our community pays so much attention to hip hop, once I realized I had a voice and an opportunity to be heard. Uh, that's what motivates me. Like I believe that everybody could be exactly what they want to be. Everybody could change, 
like you could wake up today like a bum could wake up Monday and I believe that a bum could could change his ways Tuesday. Yeah. And I I music the culture gives you that gives you that power. You you said something that I wanted to kind of pull out of that man like there was a definitive moment for you when you was like man my voice has reason like people are listening to me you right know what i mean and so w- was there a specific moment that that made you feel like man let me let me really carefully think about what i'm saying on the mic because there are kids there are, you know adults there are people that are like like really taking in what i'm saying you know what i'm saying was there a certain moment for you yeah um i was locked up on rice street um i was doing a little small bit on rice street after everything after mm-hmm. so after 106 and park gotcha. but on um, to the story to the to the definitive moment I was sitting in the, I, we was in Rice Street, we was at the point where we was about to get our first haircuts or whatever. Okay. And um, this big dude, probably like, the cat was like about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, real big, a real southern yeah, person, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Real big, black, southern, draw, country yeah, yeah. cat. <laughs> and um, and he had gave me his soul of a hustler moment. Mm-hmm. Like, like he recognized who I was, and he was like, damn, though, what you doing in here? And he was like, man, you know, your record, Soul of a Hustler, I played that record every morning when I woke up man. as I as I prepped myself to go to the trap. And he was like, um, and he was like, you know, that record, um, it, it caused me to beef with my moms, it caused him to beef with his girlfriend, his baby mother at the time. And he was like, not in a bad way, just the fact that it, it had I guess the sound the, the record put him on a focus. And you know, and he was like, in the t- and to be honest with you, dog, that's that's probably why I'm here right now, locked up. He said, "Cause boy, I did it." You know what I yeah, mean? So, yeah, yeah. I guess my record was his theme music to 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 his street success. Mm. And um, I didn't know how to take it. As a, as an artist, I took it good, but as a human being, I was like, "Dang, did I did I help this man destruct this situation, or did I really did I help him?" in a productive way mm. you know what i'm saying yeah, so yeah. that was my moment when i was like man like you know something's got to change you know what i mean like something got to change and that's what told me that you know as as artists we really do have responsibility out here man you know i can appreciate what you said man because like this industry i mean for, for one it's a facade you know what i mean like there's a lot of things that happen you know and, and both good and bad but a lot of people don't speak on the stuff that you just spoke on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. like that's just the realness of of this music. Like you're you're rapping about it, and for you, you're just doing what's natural. But sometimes you don't think like there are people that's holding on to every single word. Every word. Say. I mean, every I, single word. That's I held word. on to every word growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I held like, you know, I give Wu Tang a lot of credit for me having the knowledge I got today. Um. Uh, I mean, you know, I held on to every word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When when Mob Deep was talking about E and J and all that, like you know, I went out, me and my homies, we, we went out and bought E and J. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just the other day, I was twisted. Just the other day, I was listening to Mob Deep and I heard the line where he was, where uh, Prodigy said, "It's like mixing vodka with milk." And at the time, I didn't realize he, he was saying it. like, "Nigga, that you'll be fucked up. You mix vodka with yeah, milk." Yeah, yeah, you, you oh. didn't get it. it when yeah. I was in high school. I mixed vodka, vodka with milk one time, man. You know what I mean? I, I, so, yeah, sometimes we can hang on to every yeah. word, man, because it introduces us to stuff that we may not know. That's real, man. I, I had that same type of moment, dude. I was listening to um, Goody Mob Soul Food. Right. And it was like I realized at the time, um, the, the album came out like 94, 95. I was only like 11, 12 years old. So right. I didn't comprehend some of the stuff that they were talking about. And I was like listening to um, – 
Cujo, when he was talking about, man, I got to, you know, y'all could be my least worry. I got to live with, you know, deal with W-2s and 1099s. And at the time, I thought he was just throwing out random numbers. And I'm right. like, as an adult, I'm like, man, I'm dealing with the same stuff. You know, it's uh, like. Yeah, them W-2s, yeah, 1099s. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, at the time, I'm like, man, it sounded cool. So I ain't thinking that number. Right. But, you know, now to connect, now that you're older, you know, it, it's, it's like you grow with the music. And you exactly. Know what I mean? and, and, and I guess that comes to making timeless music, though. That's really what it it's does. about. It does. Um, and I want to go a little bit into your story, man. Like, you know, after the 106 in Park and, and signing with So So Def and, you know, being here in Atlanta, um, things looked, like, very promising, right? You know what I mean? Like, everything was kind of like, was what I don't want to put words in your mouth, was everything kind of like, man, this is what I want. This is what I want. Um. It uh, it was what I wanted. Mm-hmm. It, it was um, and it, I mean you know it, it still is. Uh, the thing that was um, I mean it. Let me put it to you like this. Um, Hip hop, we're all lured to the culture, mm-hmm. and we all have our our certain reasons why we attracted to it. But um, when you get in hip hop, the same things that attract you to it. Like you said a minute ago, you'll learn how many facades is going on. Yeah, true so I guess my only turn off was that for this to be a culture that came from the streets and, you know, not saying everybody in the culture is from the streets. Yeah. But if everybody playing their role in the culture, loved the culture so much, I guess my turn off was once I got in it, like, wow, y'all like <laughs> fucking it up. <laughs> it's not Excuse my language, but no, you know no, what I'm saying? Good, good. It's, it's, it's just like, like, damn, like, I thought you loved hip hop. Yeah, so yeah. how do you... How do you do the same people that love it treat the culture the way they treat it, whether it's the artists, producers, DJs? Yeah. Like, how do the people in, the people in position of power, how do they do the certain things they do? You know what I'm saying? I I, so. I got you, man. I, I read an article, Um, I think it was Hip Hop DX did on you some, sometime back. It was a while back, like maybe like 04, 05. And um, they, they mentioned something that, that really caught my attention about how People think as a freestyle rapper that you can't make records. You right. know what I mean? And, you know, I, it's one of those things where it, it touched me a certain way because I, at one point in time, I thought that too. You know what I mean? And I was in that zone of thinking like, you know, this is all that they know how to do. They can freestyle. And, right. and, and truth be told, there are a lot of people that are not a freestyle and don't know how to make records. But, True indeed. you know, it's that thing of you automatically write people off because you think this is what they are. You know right. what I mean? And how did you deal with that? You know, and, and still deal with that, you know, having that stigma of I'm a freestyle rapper and people not thinking that you can make, you know, big records. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess, uh, I mean, you know, <clears throat> um, where we started at mm-hmm. as far as on the, on the, um, on a big, on a big scale to be known, I guess, you know, it was 106 in part. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, for the most part, the average person sees me as this guy that did 106, got a deal, made a, made a good hip-hop classic record, sold for Hustler, and then it's like, they didn't really so much as on a big, on a broad scale, didn't really hear too much more records after that. Gotcha. So, it was like, um, I could respect why they would feel that way. I'm not going to knock it, put myself in the fan shoes, I may feel the same way. But then, for me personally, the people around me, I mean, like, they know my capabilities of what I do. Gotcha. So it's like, I never let that really bother me and affect me. I mean, you know, uh, Urban Legend, Big Secret, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Soul of a Hustler, I got hip-hop quotable, and that was a freestyle. Mm. 
Mm. <laughs> you know, what know I'm that. Saying? Nah, that. nobody really yeah, knows I that. That's, that's an exclusive jewel. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so definitely. like, I got hip hop quotable for freestyle, and that is probably one of, you know, in my opinion, that's one of the greatest records in hip hop. Period. Uh, it's, it's it's a record that I still connect with, man. And actually, I had to go back and listen to it because you know how it is with music. It's especially now, it's so much right. music, and you know, I run a hip hop site, dude, and it's like, honestly, I'm surprised that I'm able to run a site. I and, I, and I say that it's like I cannot believe that I constantly have this much music to put up on on the site. Like it's, it, it it amazes me every day that my inbox is full of emails of of artists that want to be on. Right. And I'm like, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because like honestly, like eighty percent of it just don't sound good. You know right. what I mean? That's just real. And I tell these artists the same thing. It's like it just don't sound good. But on top of that, it's like people still sending like everybody still want to be a part of this culture they still want to be yeah. involved and still want to be in so i get it it's, it's kind of like you know it, it it is what it is but i've just learned like you know if you don't like it, you don't like it you know true um, indeed. something else that i want to get into is like this new transition um sucker free game i know i know that's 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 your movement and uh, what you're doing because i know we don't have that much time on um, because i definitely want to get you to do this one thing before we get out of here but you good um, you got it we here sucker free gang man um tell us about that because you know after the so so dev situation it was like you you kind of fell back but then you resurfaced and it was like okay this is this is me this is what i'm doing right now so kind of right. walk into that you know that transition of coming back to the game um sucker free gang is something that it's um it's a it's a uh i guess you could say it's a way of life i established through through my um through my situations with mm-hmm. with the industry with my career you know what i mean uh sucker free gang simply means that we pass blessings not judgment mm. you know what i mean and um and uh if you if you could live your life to where you pass blessings and don't pass judgment then it'll allow you to be sucker free you know what yeah. i mean like we're not here to criticize nobody for being who they are as long as it doesn't disrupt the population you know what i'm saying yeah, like no, you know you. if you, you have your issues keep that somewhere else when mm-hmm. you come around society and people you should just be the best you you could be that's true and that'll prevent a lot of sucker shit from happening yeah, you yeah. know what i'm saying so um after social death um you know i did a project with uh with raucous the mm-hmm. raucous 50 i put out a project with them um, did a mixtape with uh, DJ Noodles from Shadyville. Uh, me and DJ Foo, who's now over at DTP. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, me and him, my last project was Break of Dawn that I did with him. And um, during, during the process of recording Break of Dawn is when the whole Sucker Free thing okay. started developing. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and, and I also saw that um, from that kind of spawned the uh, Sucker Free Athletics because that's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, that, and I saw that, man, it, it was inspiring, dude, because it's like, it's health and hip hop is what, you know, that's, that's what exactly, you're that, you know? That's exactly the campaign we on. And, and it's like, I'm just all about people talking about more than just chains and whips, man. Like, like exactly. I mean, talk about we could talk about quinoa, protein shakes, and kale too. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. And it's like it's really like health is wealth. You know what I'm saying? Like, like me myself personally, dude. Like, I used to weigh two hundred and sixty-five, two seventy, man. And I got down to um, the lowest I got was like one ninety-five, and then I kind of gained some back. So I'm like right at like. 210, 215 now, but I'm trying to get back. But it was like to see that and the difference that it made in my life just losing that weight, dude. Like, Word. it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? We, and, I mean, you know, we could all that. use, we, we could yeah. all lose a little bit, a little of excess weight. Man. But, but that's where Sucker Free Athletics came from. It came from 
um this it came from uh it came from that whole state of mind of like yo like you know i i want to be the best i could be yeah and yeah. um and one day me and my uh me and my brother fire we was riding together and he was like yo sucker free game that shit dope the clothes was fresh he was like well man you be in the gym you should just run with sucker free athletics and just you know what i mean because he was like you know you got your slogan no suckers allowed yeah and um so that just spun into us doing that and then uh as of May 1st, in 2014, May 1st, um, up until October 1st, I did a six-month free boot camp at, at Cohen Park over in the Kirkwood Edgewood neighborhood. Okay. And that's where we really launched it all off at, Sucker Free Athletics. And from 9 a.m. to 11, I was out there for whoever wanted to come and train and work out in the community for free. And, um, and you know, the, the people out there really helped it all develop into just being, like, sucker free. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. it was... I mean, it was men that's 84 years old, women that were 79, and they did things that my own peers complain about today. You know <laughs> what I mean? Real, so it, it yeah. just goes to show, like, yeah, like, there's no excuses. You know it, what I'm it, saying? There's no excuses, man. And just to see that, like, that's that's what you call, like, directly affecting the community. You exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's about. Like, forget about all this. Like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, everybody want to be successful. Everybody want to make money. Everybody want to, you know, do what they do. And enjoy doing it, but the fact that you can impact the community while you're doing it—that's dope, man. Like that's that's beyond. I mean, that. that's I mean, that's the most important thing about hip hop. Like, yeah. and you know, uh, a lot of the people that I train, they don't you know. Some of them, you know, they may not know I'm a hip hop artist, and when they find out, you know, that's the first thing they say is like, "Man, that's great." Yeah, it's like, man, I wish it was more artists like you that that did this. And you know, it's like, I mean, if we could influence hip hop, is hip hop is the greatest culture of mankind. Period. Definitely agree. It's Definitely the only agree. thing that has brought all colors, creeds, races together more than religion has. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You could put white, black, Arab, Mexican, Russian, Polish, German, Indeed. Korean, Chinese. All of them will go to one building to hear hip hop. That's true. So if we have that much power, then we also should have the power to shape our community. And that's what we aim to do with Sucker Free Athletics and Health and Hip Hop. You know what I mean? Like, in my, in my new music, you'll hear so-called healthy bars mm -hmm. you know what i mean something something in reference to health like the same way you said when you heard uh CeeLo say w2s and yeah. 1099s you know i got a line where i uh, uh in, the, in a song where i say we throw quinoa not rice you know what i mean <laughs> and one of my clients they heard it was like yo you said quinoa not yeah. rice that's dope i would have got some quinoa so somebody would hear that and be like yo you talking about quinoa not rice and next time they go to the grocery store they may see it and that'll help. That that's a small step into them changing their eating habits. Man, that that's so real, dude. Like just to hear that. That, I mean, I, dude. Like, I'm just I'm just a fan of improvement in the culture, man. Like especially nowadays where there's so much, like. Um, I mean, nobody's talking about nothing. Ten ninety nines and W twos today. Like nobody talking man. about that. Like, so is, is is everybody talking about what kind of car they got? I mean, and then what? The, 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 I guess the thing that that really gets to me the most is like, man, you know, I, I've had my share um, of, of time spent within the music industry. You know, I, I've done internships and, and, you know, work with a lot of different artists and things like that. And, you know, a lot of people's story is very similar. It's like, mm -hmm. it's hard work is grind. You know what I mean? It's not what you're seeing on TV. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing so, like it. When you see that, I mean, man, it's, it's, it's so crazy that I've been in rooms with people that talk about big money and all this, and then they go outside and they, you know, they catching a ride. And it's like, ain't nothing wrong with catching a ride. I'm like, man, my car was broke down for like two and a half years. I was on the train every day. You know right. what I'm saying? But it's like, 
why not talk about that? Like, you don't have to exactly. put up this facade of, like, this is what I'm doing. It's like, bro, just keep it real. Because if, if, you know. Like, speaking of that, I liked how, um, like, Stevie J mm-hmm. on Love and Hip Hop. Stevie J, the first season, he didn't have a car. You seen him on TV walking out somebody cul-de-sac getting picked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I remember when he did an interview, they was like, so you don't own a car? And he was like, nah. He was like, ain't nothing. Like, what's so bad about saying I don't own a car right yeah. now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I'll, I'll it's, it, it's a, um, I call it a damaging mentality to ourselves. It's a mentality that goes on within within our community, of our uh, amongst ourselves, that, you know, will frown upon the norm of our own because we have this so-called perception of what we're supposed to be as black people or whatever you want to call True. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, like Tay Snooky, for example, yeah. from Jersey Shore. Her and her husband, I believe, got a baby, and they're, they're living in her mother's basement. Mm. They get. We know they got money. They on TV show. Yeah. They have some money, so can they afford not to live there? I'm sure they can. But it's about the culture and the upbringing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now... If you get on a reality show for two seasons and have a and have a be on the show and then you show a clip where you and your girl is living in your mom's basement amongst each other crazy. in our community, we're gonna be like, Man, you got money, so this mama house. Yeah. And that. So it's it's, it's it, weird, man. It's in the mentality. Yeah. And, and you have to be careful of the mentality that you live your life in because it, it could cost you your life. You know what I'm saying? That's real. It, 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 it could prevent you from living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, granted, I'm not gonna go get a Kia, but yeah. there's nothing wrong. With driving a Kia, Nothing you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You go to Beverly Hills, people drive the most expensive Hyundai yeah. and Kia out there. The luxury joint that competes with the Benzes, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, you know, Metal World Peace drives a Hyundai, the the luxury Hyundai. So, you know, you can't get caught up in the perception of what we're supposed to be. Yeah, man, I, I had this conversation. Me, me and my homeboys, man, we talk about just like really trying to live debt-free and get out of debt and... And, you know, um, just try to be successful where we are on, on any level. And it was like, really, man, we, we talked about something a while back, just like, you know, in today's society, man, like you got people that love to talk about all their possessions. But it's like my thing is, if you if you miss a payment on it and they can take it, it's not yours. It's not in your possession. <laughs> it's not your possession. Not your possession <laughs> is nine tenths of the law. Exactly. I know that. So if you don't possess that car title, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's, you it's have like, one tenth of that in your possession. And that's 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 real, man. It's like, dude, yeah, you can talk about all these houses and stuff, but miss your mortgage for two months. You know what I mean? Your stuff would be outside. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, it, it it just gets me, man, because it's like our community forget about that. We so quick to go and purchase and, and buy and, and and get this and get that, and our you know family ain't taken care of. You know what I'm saying? I it's, mean, it's it, weird to me. It, it's a lot going on in in hip hop and rap music today that I'm like, you know, do the fans even care about that? Or and that's, or when did rappers start thinking the fans cared about that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I remember. I think it was Rizzo and Method Man talking about their first video. Like, you know, it wasn't no makeup artist. It wasn't no wardrobe. It's like, we got, man. like, it was a date to shoot the video, and we woke up and went and shot the video. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Today, you know, makeup artists, cats, it's, it's... A lot of jobs, man. I mean, yeah, like, you know, hip-hop, it just turned into what your mother used to say about school. It ain't no fashion show. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But hip-hop has just turned into, like, a fashion show, like... You know, a rap a rapper would rather be on ETV before he be on BET. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, 
That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Well, you know, I know I know we don't have that much time, man, so I definitely want to get to this segment that we do called Vinyl Conversations. For sure. Um, you see the vinyl here that we have, and really, I'll just give you a, a, a brief background on what it is, and then from there, you know, you can kind of participate with it. But uh, what I want you to do is three crates. Um, go in there and just randomly select, you know what I'm saying? Select a vinyl from each crate. Okay. And from there, um, I want you to take a look at those vinyls. Give me a story from those vinyls. Anything that comes to mind, anything, you know. For, the, for those listening that don't know, vinyls is records. It's records. There you go. And <laughs> crates is, the, is, is a contraption that DJs <laughs> use to carry the records in. There you go. Um, hey, if you don't know what a crate is, go to your local corner store and ask them, can you see the crates that the milks come in? And those are the oh, same man. things that we put records in to carry. So. That's You know something? It's crazy. I, I've never explained that. And I thought about that. You know something? There's a lot of people that don't. And, and, and we laugh at it, but Word. we're it, in a culture now. People that's probably like, listening like, Yo, they talk about vinyl and like crates. Like vinyl? Well, I mean, man, I DJ off my iPhone. What you talking about? Like, see what I mean? Yeah, yeah so, it's yeah. crazy. It's like, but yeah, you know, so I want you to go ahead okay, and pick Okay, I'm going to go ahead and pick three yeah. joints to come right back. Yeah. All right, so when you get back to the mic, man, just uh, let me know what you got in your hand over there. I didn't see exactly which ones you picked up. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I got George Howard, Love Will Follow. I got Les Baxter, his music and his orchestra. Love is a fabulous thing. It looks like love's in the air. And I got Little Kim, what's the word? Mm. Wait, that was a side B. Okay, yeah, Little Kim, what's the what's word? What's the word? All right, cool. So um, give us anything that you can have. I mean, any kind of story that comes to mind of those vinyls, man. You got you got kind of kind of some some weird pieces in there, man. So, you know, just whatever you got. Somebody. Go ahead. What you said again? My yeah, point. no, no, it's all oh. good. Like, so which which one do you have in your hand right now? Which one is that? I got the uh, George Howard. All right, so just a story off of that. Whatever comes to mind, man, it can be anything. You know, whatever. What when you see that vinyl, what do you think about? I guess you can say that. Um. Okay. I think about the good days. Um. I was. I mean, I was a child at the time, but this was made in 1986. Um. My man definitely has a leather. A leather jacket on. That you, <laughs> you know what comes to mind? History repeats itself. Yeah, definitely. The way that he's dressed is how is how the majority of us is dressing today. And um, just holding the vinyl, period, man. Even as I go to Les Baxter's Love is a Fabulous Thing, like, this is a lost element to the music that we have today. Mm. Not just hip-hop, but just music, period. In general, yeah. Um, But especially hip-hop, you know, because, you know, we have one of the only genres that is... That's told to, you know, give your music away for free or, Man. you know, just download. So as I hold this record and, you know, the artwork, um, the credits, 
yeah. of telling you who produced uh, and and who played what instrument. Um, all those things is important because those are things that I that I paid attention to growing up. I yeah. mean, you know, the first thing you do, you you take the plastic off, <laughs> you put you you put the record on. Exactly. I mean, or even a cassette, you know, even a CD, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like record, cassette, CD, like, and then while the records, while the intros playing, you know, you're looking at you're the reading. artwork, exactly. you're looking at the pictures, you're reading who produced this and oh man, who's about to be on 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 who's the feature and things mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? And back then when it was features, it's a chance you didn't even know who the featured artist was. It was like. Like Nas, it was A A Z was his man. Yeah, and you didn't there really was know no, who was A Z. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. That's what I get when I hold vinyl, man. And that last one there, that's one that's probably the the most um recognizable. Most, yeah, from people if y'all hearing that Lil Kim, y'all do know who Lil Kim is. Uh, right. you know, so and as I hold a little Kim vinyl, I mean, you know, this is the joints that 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 the labels sent out. You know, they comes with the white case. Oh yeah, that's a promo right there. You know, that's this white is the promo, promo record, the white labels, right. White labels, y'all. Some of y'all will not ever experience <laughs> what white labels is. That's crazy, man. And, so um, th- this is the second part of, of Vinyl Conversations, man. Um, you're a rapper, so I want to hear you rap. Okay. That. So <clears throat> with that being said, you can pick whichever one you want to. You right. select whichever vinyl you want, and we're going to put it on a record player. You just give us some bars. It can be freestyle or written. We don't care. We just want to hear some bars, man. Okay. Um. I don't know this this little Kim joint has a Does it have an instrumental on it? The little Kim has an instrumental on it. All right, are we going with the little Kim? We're gonna go with the little Kim. I'm not sure what George Howard sounds like. <laughs> Alright, so uh we're gonna go with the little Kim. What's the word um instrumental joint on here? I bet it's some heat on this George Howard record. Cause hey, we we can go to it after this if you want to, man. My man's got the crazy smile. <laughs> you know he's gonna have some stuff on there. So, you know, I'm just going to put the record on, man. You feel okay. inclined to drop some bars, you can go ahead, all right? Word. I don't know if I've ever heard this Lil' Kim record before. I can't remember. I don't know where it came from. Yeah, uh, 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 uh. It's Little Kim record, what's the word? Yo, yo, yo. Where did this record emerge from? Is this before she went to go and see her surgeon? Before she got her knees changed, got her face dead. If they hear these balls, they might try and just chase a kid. Tell her it's okay, I got my lighter up in the air. If I ain't got a lighter, just king, I want right there. Got a couple splits to the pouch of my hoodie. If I'm in all black, I'm up to no goody. People like shitty, come on, how could he? Put it against me, you know he's a woody. Whoops, strip club holding my ones. A couple goons with me and they holding the guns. Baby, this a stick up, you holding the funds. Go ahead and give it to me, don't be running your gums. I go up in them, starting off with the barrel. My path is wide, yours looking narrow. What you ate today? I had a chicken breast with broccoli, cuz. Don't sit and try to mock my buzz. They be mad at me, most people ain't as shocked as they was. Ate is mad, cuz the jock as he does. See me up in the bar, doing pull ups and undoing my dips. You should see the way I push up when I'm up on your bitch. And you should see the way I dip in there when she in my bed. And you should see the way that I react when she give her head. They like your son. What you doing flowing? I'm like, I'm just doing what I'm doing, what you knowing? They tell me to quit, I tell them that I can't. They say I want a deal, I don't need a second chance. We all on the indie, not trying to be unfriendly. But if you ain't my dog like Benji, get away from me because the 4-5 hit you will probably lift you. Guaranteed they don't love you, so they won't miss you. Boss, all off the top. 
all freestyle, so you telling me to stop. I ain't write it down. No pen to pad. What I need to write it for? I don't shoot the bat. This is all lyrics fresh and I'm like I'm in the coop Smoking on good green like my name was Snoop Old school like a group named Troop You just mad at me, no Timberland but I'll give you the boot Whack like that Aaliyah movie in your lifetime I don't even gotta write rhymes And you whack like that movie well, nah. No doubt Hey man, hey You went into the lifetime joint man, I ate that was that was like the hottest topic. Like, those memes last night was crazy. Did you bro. see how they did my man Dame Dash? No, no, no. I didn't even see the movie. You ain't see it? Oh no, no. I didn't see the movie, man. I was doing something. Something was going on, man. That I um. And they got the nerve to be running it back to back, like you know what I mean. So I don't know. But you know something though. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, th- this guy that I know, man. Um, he he does a lot of movie reviews, right? And he brought up a good point on Facebook. Uh, shout out to um, Word of Mouth Show. Um, y'all check them out when you get a chance, man. Do some dope reviews. But he, he brought up a solid point, man. He said that the thing that we have to realize is it's a TV movie and not an in-theaters movie. True indeed. So what happens is all the, we did all the promo for them. You know what I'm saying? TV For TV purposes, all, you, all they want you to do is tune in and watch. Right. They don't care. So with us talk, they made a movie that wasn't good. It wasn't cast well. And so what people did was started talking about it. So now you're tuning in just to see what everybody's just talking about. Just to see about. how whack it is. And then you making all the memes that's making people more intriguing. Like, man, right. I got to see this for myself. Wendy Williams. I didn't, e- yo, I didn't even went. know it was an Aaliyah movie, let alone knew it was coming on last night. Me either. I they jumped know. on social media and started seeing all this, um, <laughs> uh, the Denzel Lifetime movie. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, "This is I." And then when I did catch a little bit, I caught the part where they were showing her and Dame Dash, and I was like, "Damn, no man, Dame is tight." Yeah, man. So it, you know, <laughs> those memes crazy though, dude. The one with Tyler Perry, <laughs> like genuine. <laughs> right, right, right. Tyler was crazy. <laughs> man. That was crazy. The one with um. Who was it? Uh, the father from Good Times and LeBron, the LeBron oh, James man. story. No, I didn't see that one. That was hilarious. <laughs> James Avery. <laughs> James Avery. And then they had, then they had the one with Wiz Khalifa laying on the grass on some Rick James story. That looked the crazy. Man, I, I, people are creative, man. I got to give it to them. People are definitely people are creative. creative. So many of these artists do it to themselves too. Now you gotta yeah. be careful. Yeah, yeah, you definitely got to be careful. Gotta man. be careful how, what images you put out there. That's true. True indeed, man. True indeed. Well, hey, man, it's Jay Good straight out the den, man. I appreciate you coming through, bro. Yeah, I appreciate uh, you having us, us, man. Not a problem at all. Anything you want to plug, man? Like new projects? I know we didn't really get to anything. Like yeah. That. Yeah. What you got um, coming out? We got uh we got the project that we've been in the studio working on for oh man almost a year to be honest okay. with you so um, we definitely put a lot into it the title of it is called Cognac and One, and one Leaves. Leaf. yeah I see that I see um and we will be dropping that February seventeenth okay um so to make sure you look for that I have a production on there from V12 to Hitman okay um Don Cannon Detroit Knicks Easy LP uh who else is on that project my man uh, my man out in Cali named Black. Black Do Music and um and uh yeah that that we got an affiliation with that with the Academy coming out. Dope, so just dope. be on the lookout for Cognac and One Leaves. Uh, go to my YouTube page, which is Search Sunny, and then SFG like Sucker Free Games. So Search Sunny SFG, gotcha. and um you know definitely follow the you know what I mean definitely follow the team Sucker Free Athletics at Sucker Free Athletics. Sucker is always spelled with an A, and um. And yeah, just keep in tune with us, man. Like I say, Cognac and One Leafs is definitely coming out February 17th. And uh be on the lookout for that. I feel like it's a it's a, it's a debut project. I um, you know, just to give you a little honesty about myself, this is probably the first 
project that I've like just rolled around playing. Like mm. I'm not I'm not an artist that plays itself. That yes. listen to yes. itself all day. But this mute this project actually has music. When I get in the car, I be in the mode and I be like, oh damn, play play that joint off of my project real quick. Gotcha, gotcha, so. gotcha. So what? Twitter, Instagram, all that. What you um? Um, my Twitter is yeah. at is at sun is out s u n i z o u t. Okay. You can check out sunisout.com, s u n i z o u t. Um, the sucker free athletic apparel was at suckerfreeathletics.com. Okay. And you know, uh, man, you know, if you out there and you want to get you want to get a little bit of fitness in your life, you should definitely follow Sucker Free Athletics on Twitter. And if you ever want to come work out with us, all you gotta do is hit us on the DM. Dope, you know dope, what I mean? Our, our gym door is always open. Um, our rates is very affordable for people. We ask people to give from the heart. You know what I mean? So. Just come through. Come through and get it together, man. Health and hip-hop. That's what's up, man. Well, hey, bro, I appreciate you coming through, man. Hey, once again, it's Jay Gooder straight out the den. Um, hey, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, I know I, I mentioned it earlier, but please, if you can, go and subscribe to iTunes, man. Like, you know, we love y'all listening on SoundCloud. It's great. But it's so easy to go to iTunes. Just click the subscribe button. It's right up under the playlist there. Go ahead and click that. Go to iTunes, rate, comment, like, and tell a friend to tell a friend, man. We're trying to do something different here, and, and things are very, you know, really picking up. And, you know, we got sponsors. Like, um, I was sponsor here at uh, audibletrial.com. Go there, audibletrial.com slash straight out there. Pick up a free audio book, man. It's, it's a gift from me to you. Go and get an audio book. It's simple. You hear yep. that? It's, it's a free, it's free. audio book. Free audio book. 30-day yeah. free trial at that. Education costs. They they charge you for education these days. They do. Do not miss the opportunity to go get your free audio book. It's about as lazy as you could get when it comes to education. All you got to do is listen. <laughs> Just listen. It's an audio book. And they're listening to the podcast right now, so it's so much easier for them to do. It's do what you're doing now. With the audiobook, you'll have the whole book done in like a matter of like a couple hours. So like, what do it? It's, it's simple to do, man. Audibletrial.com slash straight out the den. It's easy to do. S T R the number eight O U T D A D E N. Now, with that being said, man, I think I think that's it. That's all we got, man. So you know, make sure you follow me on Twitter. Uh, follow the homie, um, Sunny. Go ahead and give it one more time. It's sun, sun is at out. Sun right? out. At Sun is out. S U N I Z O U T. Dope, dope, man. Wait, man. It's Jay Good straight out the den podcast. We out.